0: What's happening everybody, Stephen Wilson here for Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet and we've got a special interview for you today, I recently had the chance to speak to the U, Progress Wrestling World Champion, the Pride of Wales, Eddie Dennis, in which we got the chance to speak about his transition, his well documented transition from being a full time teacher to being a full time wrestler, his work in progress, working with the likes of Mark Andrews both as a team and as enemies. His big win recently at Alexandra Palace, and of course, his work with NXT UK. It was a joy to speak to Eddie, and I hope you enjoyed the interview. So, here it is. Enjoy. I'll start off with a question that we really like to ask a lot of the people who interview, and it's just a simple one of uh, why is it you love wrestling, and where does your passion stem from? Oh, wow.
1: So, I've liked it like most people, I suppose. I've liked it since I was a child. So, uh, my dad used to take T- WCW on. I guess it was late at night on SLC or maybe on ITV, I'm not sure, back in the really, really, really early 90s. I used to let me watch it during the late at night. That was like my first exposure to it. And then I was born in 86, so I kind of grew up wrestling. So Me in that, that sort of escapism it gave me in childhood, you know, real life action heroes and all that.
0: Uh, at what point did you realize that you wanted to actually take up as more than just something that you watched?
1: So, I'm well, really not supposed to say this, but I used to play wrestling with my friend Cool and stuff, like most people do, um, but I never really used with mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, maybe I'll try and be a wrestler because I don't want
0: I can I can relate to a lot of the stuff you actually said there because I also did um, maths at uni and I had the same uh, there you go. and I had the same feeling that when I finished my four years I was like I have absolutely no clue what I'm gonna do but uh, instead of yeah. instead of training I went to do a masters so and then I've ended up doing yeah. podcasting and ju- about journalism so
1: thing, it, I think it's one of those things where a lot of people who go to university go there because if you sort of a well-educated academic person in school, is just a natural transition to going to university and you're not really thinking about, especially when you do like a traditional subject, like an English or a Mathematics, I think mean, a lot of people who do subjects like that, they're not particularly vocational subjects, it's not with a particular career in mind. Mm. It's just, that was maybe the subject that you were best at in college or at school, so that was the subject that you went and did a degree in. Um, and then you get to the end of your degree and you're like, oh no, I'm an adult, but I didn't realize it. <laughs>
0: I know. Tell me about it. But you're, you're, you're going to do extremely landstorm. Says so a lot better than me going back for an extra year. Tell me that's something. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's well known that you did eventually go into academics. You became a teacher. You then you eventually became a principal teacher. And your journey is quite well known. The fact that a couple of years ago that you made the decision to. Go away from doing that full time and take up wrestling as a full time career. Essentially, yeah. can I, can you talk a wee bit about what was going through your mind at that particular time? What was swaying your um your decision at that point in time? Obviously, there's obviously the financial aspects Now and that at all. So yeah, it was just um it was a it was one of
1: those situations where I was at a bit of a crossroads. I'd accelerated through sort of middle management and senior management much quicker than most people would, a um, combination of several factors. But I found myself as the head teacher of a school in my very early 30s, um, which is a lot of responsibility. And I wasn't entirely sure that I wanted to do that for the next 12 or 15 years. I have no negatives. mm mm-hmm. if I you know go all in on this I was only trying I was trying to take one book in a weekend while I was a principal so that I mm-hmm. was you know overwhelming myself with work and I and I, I kind of knew that I could pick up three a weekend if I wanted it too easy I was turning stuff down left and right so trying to do the maths and figure out how much money you need to live as opposed to how much money you're currently on because it certainly didn't come close to that number but um, and, and yeah just, just took a bit of a plunge. It it sounds super To uh, and yeah, it worked out famously. <laughs> yeah, I'll and def- I'm never going to
0: a school again. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Cause I'm right in saying it was just before the big UK the UK tournament you kind of made this decision, it,
1: wasn't it? So I watched, I was still a head teacher when the UK tournament happened. The UK tournament happened, I think, in January of 2017. Uh, and I was still ahead at the time, and I was sat at home watching it in my house with. My girlfriend, because lots of my close friends are on it. Mm. And, and that was. In me making
0: my decision uh, And how long after uh, That move When you left the school Did the, the WWE Did the call from WWE Come to, to join up With this U, UK project That we're doing
1: Yeah so I, think, like I, said, I finished in The July of 2017 um, And then I kind of had goals That I'd set myself Like by the end of 2017 I wanted to have wrestled In York Hall By the end of 2017 I wanted to main Main evented a progress show I wanted to have wrestled Abroad I wanted to have Traveled over to Ireland one of the things that was on that list is I wanted to have tried out for the WWE Mm -hmm. and I got invited
0: It was also random at this time that, whilst in progress, you started off your feud, your know, much-acclaimed feud, to many with your, your good friend Mark Andrews. Obviously, you'd have yep, been right. you'd have been tag team you'd been tag team partners for many years before that. Was the whole uh, idea of feuding something that you and Mark had wanted to do for a while, or was this kind of a sudden thing?
1: So we muted it way back at chapter ten, I think. Oh wow! So chapter ten, Mark wins the uh, Natural Progression Tournament, and. He Chooses that so he can like he can resubmit another, a, a, an an drug mm. into the following year's tournament, uh-huh. and he resubmits with Osprey mm-hmm. I then inside and I'm a bit like, "Come on, mate, why didn't you, why didn't you choose me?" And that was meant to like foreshadow maybe something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got, we were so popular as a tag team, and we were having so much fun as a tag team. I remember that was chapter ten, and they kind of told us, "Ah, maybe we'll pull you apart." And then at Chapter 11, we wrestled the Swords of Essex, and they said, oh, you winning. Oh, by the way, you're winning the tag titles in the big show, in the first show of the Electric Ballroom as well. Right. So we were like, oh, <laughs> I guess there's no, there's no immediate plan for us to do a split. But it was, you know, it was muted way back then, so there was, there was sort of reasoning and logic going back years as to why maybe the split would happen. It just worked out really perfectly around that time that I finished in teaching, you know? I finished in teaching in the July. I had I released that video of the gym, that beautiful video of the gyms, so that's I white produced of me leaving uh, teaching. I had a lot of buzz about me on the independent scene and I was like how like it was just starting to take that buzz makes it was just starting to tail off and I was like, How can I kick this kick this in so, so that the buzz keeps riding? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I sort of moved to the idea of maybe I turn on Mark at the September show in Ali for Ali, and and then you know once again, I'm a really focal important point of promotion yeah, and the independence scene in general because it kind of took a life of its own. I mean, came this like critically acclaimed thing that everyone was talking about.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it's really good that you're talking now. That's about two years ago that original turn happened to Ali Pali, and everything's all came full circle as of last weekend at time of recording. where at the same yeah, venue. Wild. Yeah, at the same venue that you cashed in this opportunity that you won against Mark Andrews at Wembley to become the U Progress World Champion, can you talk to us about what your feelings were throughout that day and how uh, obviously the match the win itself? Uh, Yes, so I was pretty. I was pretty
1: nervous. Again, it's one of those things that it kind of did a little while ago. But everything in professional. Don't really realize how long. Sort of became apparent that it was definitely happening, and it's just, it's just super exciting, really, because I didn't have to do a lot physically, so it wasn't a case of being, being nervous
0: that I was gonna, that I was gonna blow something. It was just excited to hear what the reaction would be and stuff. Yeah, you were saying that I was, you, you not, you weren't a lot physical there because uh, you'd, you'd had an injury for a few months prior to that, but one of yeah, the titles right, yeah. to, to me so, sounds like... We could be seeing you back More regularly on NXT UK In the coming months or so Because you were on a hot run Before you got your injury
1: Yeah I hope so I mean as you say Like By running towards The first takeover I was really 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 Pleased with, And then Even though I came out On the losing side with Dave I was really proud of What we sort of Put on a takeover And I think I left takeover With Even though I lost I kind of I feel like I left takeover With more momentum Than what I went into Takeover with And then I got injured In the March, You know So it was wasn't long after that really I think I did two television matches after takeover so yeah it's been, it's been a little while I'm super close super close to being ready it's right around that sort of six month period that you'd expect to need off for a torn pack. Mm. Um, we've got TV things coming up in Brentwood on October the 4th and October the 5th mm. in Essex that would be a wicked one for me I live you know just outside of London down in Eggham so it's almost local for me, <laughs> if you like. So I've, I've got my fingers and toes crossed that maybe I'll be cleared to, to get back on TV that weekend. And then, if not, obviously, we've got television capers on uh, the fish- Mm -hmm. Um, because as professional athletes, I think we'd probably go back out there the day after the injury. if it was just a dust, you know what I mean? Yeah, too. So it's good good to have that that safety net in place that when I do reappear on NXT UK, I'll be doing it sort of ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm.
0: And you never know, we've got Welsh tag team champions in NXT UK right now, we could soon have a Welsh, you know, NXT champion, you know? Yeah, I
1: mean, God, how, how... Harder. Oh that was the toughest one. I've been to all of the television tapins um during my injury obviously and mm. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the brand. He's <laughs> never seen your life, you know, a terribly bitter about
0: the fact that I wasn't involved. No, t- definitely. But that's That's all the questions I've got, Eddie. So again, thanks for your time, and I hope your injury heals up really quickly. And look forward to seeing more of you in the coming the coming year in both NXT UK and Progress.
1: Great, thanks so much, Stephen Stop whatever you're doing right now. You've only got one choice. This is Billy Kirkwood. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online. You should be subscribing. You should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Get on it!